This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 804. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 804. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Oh, we have summer behind us. We have fall right in front of us. Pumpkin spice lattes are about to hit the market. Maybe they already did. I don't know. For me, fall doesn't start until Trader Joe's puts out all their pumpkin stuff. And I was last there two days ago and it wasn't out yet. So it's not quite time. But as soon as that happens, what I know is that like after that in Seattle, like shortly after you see those first pumpkins, all of a sudden the weather changes and you can pull out your puffy vests and your Uggs. And then we're just in it and we're in it for a real long time and we get bitter about being in it. But right now I'm looking forward to that moment where we pull out the cozies. <laughs> so uh, maybe you're with me. I know some people are still like in the dead of summer in terms of temperature. I was following someone today who's in Texas right now for work. And they showed up and it's 101 degrees. And they were like, Oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? And a bunch of people from Texas replied to the post. And they were like, welcome to every day of our lives for like the last six months, (laughs) like triple digits, just months and months and months on end. So some of you won't be bringing out your puffy vests for a while. And not to make light of global warming. But the post was pretty funny. And the comments were pretty funny in terms of like people being so so fed up with the massive amount of heat that 
we just we don't see up in here uh, up here in the Pacific Northwest while we're getting on our Uggs. So what we're going to talk about today is why it's better to take the long route and. I'm excited to dig into this topic because I am someone who does not like taking the long route. I want to get from point A to P- point B in the shortest, fastest amount time amount of time possible, please. And perhaps you're like me. I think most of us are. And I think that the busier life gets, the more we're just like chugging along and like we got to cross things off. Like we don't have time for the detour. We don't have time to like take the side road. We don't have time to take in the view. Like we really need to get from point A to point B because there's just so many things to get done on a regular basis on on any given day, whether that's in our work, whether that's in parenting, whether it's in our households or house emergencies, et cetera, et cetera, right? And something I've been thinking about a lot lately is this taking the long road and all the goodness and gifts that come out of the long road. But I'm also really hypercritically aware that when you are in the middle of taking a long road, not by choice, you really want to just slap someone who tells you like the long road is the better road because it doesn't feel like it. And I will use myself as an example in just a moment. The long road can feel really arduous. It can feel unfair. It can feel unjust. It can feel just utterly exhausting. And especially if you don't know when the road is going to end. And so we'll be digging into some of that today first. I think that what's important about this is that we look at the things that happen along the way, no matter what route we take to get from point A to point B. And sometimes it's our chosen route. And sometimes it is the universe just sending on us on detour after detour. But what really matters is that we are paying attention along the road. And I think that sometimes because we're so eager to get from one thing to the next, because we do want to just check the box and have it be done, we miss the things along the way. And like, those are the parts of the journey that matter the most. And I don't want to make this like too over the top cheesy, but it's really about like that it's not the destination, it's the journey. And sometimes we're so committed to the destination because life is moving at such a rapid pace that we really, really miss the journey. And I think sometimes it's important to be reflective of around the journey as you're enduring it and definitely after you've endured it. And I will say that oftentimes it's much better to go back after you've endured it than trying to appreciate it while you're in it. And even if I think about being in childbirth, like the hardest thing about being in childbirth for me was not knowing when it was going to end. And if you had told me like, okay, this is going to take 14 hours or 24 hours or 48 hours, I would have known, okay, that sounds like a really long time, but I can pace myself accordingly. But being in it and not knowing when it was going to end was extremely, extremely mentally challenging for me. It was the hardest part. And I couldn't appreciate any of it while I was in it. I couldn't be like, wow, I'm just like learning so much along the way of laboring. Instead, I just wanted it to be over so fast because I was so scared of how much worse it was going to get. And what if something went wrong? And once I had it behind me, I could look back and be like, oh, like, look at these things that happened and look at the things that were maybe funny or the things where I'm grateful that things happened in a certain way or that certain things didn't happen or that maybe there were some detours that like ended up being for the best. We can appreciate that all in hindsight, right? It's really different than when you're in it. So I want to talk about the first example I want to share today is something that we're still really in in our household. So my husband got laid off in June, at the beginning of June, really horrendous experience. Um, his company, he works, he's worked for this company. They're gross. <laughs> They've been gross for a long time. I've been hoping that he would leave. I did not hope that he would get laid off in the fashion that it happened. It was super dirty. It was super unethical. This is a company that was just like with no core values. And layoffs in tech are like a very common thing right now. He's in tech. But the way his went down was like, 
it was real gross. And so many pieces of it were so frustrating and disappointing. And so it's been hard to swallow that pill, I think. On top of that, getting a job in tech is really hard right now. And so he's hustled, hustled, hustled. I mean, like working minimally full-time hours right now the whole summer to try to get a new job. And we had a number of people who, not a number, but like a few people who said, oh my gosh, like you get laid off right before summer. So now you can have this downtime. And he was like, oh, hell no. Like I can't have downtime. I have to hustle my ass off because I don't know when I'm going to get something. And so I'm not going to take a second of my summer until like I know that what the next thing is for my career so that my family can like have stability and that we're not going to, you know, risk losing things that matter a lot to us. And so we didn't take a lot of time to enjoy this summer as a result of that, because he really needed that time to focus on looking for something. And we are still in that situation where like, it's now three months in, he's still looking for work full time. Uh, He's looking full time and also looking for full time work. But he's spending like 40 hours a week looking for a job. And it's just been a harrowing process. And it has been like one step forward, 17 steps back over and over again. And I think what's important for us to look at as we're going through this is that there's no short road, like there's not a short option. And it's been so interesting, because there's never I mean, in the last few months, as we've been navigating this, like there's never been this moment or route where we were like, Oh, we can just do this and this, and then we'll be there. And then it'll be done. And then we can like, you know, be from point A to point B. It's really been like just this ongoing meandering, not knowing when it's going to end, not knowing how it's going to end situation. And that's really challenging. That's really overwhelming. It's extremely mentally exhausting. It's also very scary at times. And I think that we've had these moments where we are overwhelmed by fear that like, oh my gosh, how long is this going to take? And then there's other moments where we're overwhelmed by this idea that it won't always be this way. Like I've had these moments and we talked about this the other day, he and I, where we were both like, oh my gosh, like it's imagine what our life is going to be like when we don't have to worry about this. That's going to be so amazing. Like we're not going to have to go somewhere and decide like with heavy gravity, like should we spend $5 on that thing? This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing. And they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So there's moments where we can like look at it with lightness and then there's other moments where it's just like, oh my gosh, like, how and when is this going to ever end? And sometimes those moments are like all within the same 15 minutes, if I'm being honest. And so we're on the road right now. And I have a hard time being grateful for the stickiness when I'm in the stickiness. But what I will say is that some of the really cool things that have happened out of this experience are that my husband and I have had to communicate in different ways and in new ways that we haven't had to before as we've figured out like, well, what are we going to do? And what makes the most sense? And what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And is option A better or option B? And what if we tried this? And who, you know, we've had a lot of discussions that we've never had to have. And I think that that can be a gift, like having to communicate with your partner in a new way or at a new, on a new level, especially we're coming up on celebrating our 15 year wedding anniversary in like just a few days after this episode goes live. And then our 20th year of being together as a couple, and we're having conversations that we've never had before. And it's actually somewhat refreshing in some ways to have to have these conversations and then realizing we're like really on the same page with these things. And I think that it solid has solidified our relationship some way, our relationship in ways that like I didn't see coming. And that's felt good. It's felt there's been some affirming moments like, 
yeah, like this is who we are. This is who we're not. This is what we're willing to do. This is what we're not going to do. These are the values we're going to stand behind. And this is like the BS we're not going to put up with. And we've really been on the same page with a lot of that, if not all of it. And that's, I think, been really good. The other thing that's been really great along this journey that has, again, been very meandering, (laughs) no end in sight, is the people who have shown up and been like, I got you. And then they've stayed. And I think I said this on another episode, or maybe even two, where like the people who have shown up and just been like, how can I help? What can I do? What introductions can I make? Initially, of course, there was not of course, but initially there was a lot of them. Like when something is new, a lot of people will show up. But what's been really interesting is the people who've stuck around and been like, I'm still here. What else? What do you need next? And, you know, that crowd gets smaller and smaller as you go through something hard. Like people have their own lives to lead. So we don't expect, like, you know, everyone to rally around us all the time indefinitely. But it's been so interesting the people that do keep showing up, that do keep checking in, that do keep making connections without us saying anything. And, it's not been the people that we would have expected. It's been people that are just like so extremely kind and generous who have kind of like become next level friends in the process because we've taken our relationship, our friendship with them to a new level. Like all of a sudden there's this overlap in showing up for one another that's just different than it was before. And that's been really, really cool and something that we didn't see coming. And I think that it's good to be able to look back on times like this and recognize that was such a gift in that moment and a lot of the a lot of times those kinds of gifts they're long lasting they're not like then it's over and this thing goes back to normal it's like these are people that we now have a different kind of relationship with that feels really really good to know like who's, who's going to keep showing up for you and also like oh my gosh how can we show up for these people now you know what can we do for them if they need something who do we want to be now when we know that people need something? Like, I think it will be easier for us to look and see, you know, if we have friends in hardship to see and remember, remember how people showed up for us and what mattered most. And like, now let's be the people that pay that forward or do that for other people. And so I think that that's been really significant. I also think that we'll be able to look back on this time and recognize that it created a lot of opportunities that ultimately got us to the place we didn't know we needed to land. And I don't love that right now when we're in it, because I just want to know, like, where are we going to land? And what day are we landing there? (laughs) But I do think that we're going to land in a new place. And I, I can't predict what that is. I don't know what that's going to be. I don't even have a sense of that right now, because so many things have been so weird. What I appreciate is that we're not going back to where we were before. And that's a really good thing, because where he was before was a really awful place. And I think we know now, like, yeah, like we know, I think that he knows we know how to screen better for career decision making in a way that's really important. And so what's positive about that is that now moving forward, we're, we have some new ways of decision making and filtering things that will, won't allow him to land in a place like he was in before because he has heightened awareness around new things that matter that we didn't really know about eight years ago, things that weren't really on our radar, things that we thought would probably be insignificant that then became not insignificant, that became significant. So I think wherever whatever happens and whatever time frame it happens and wherever he happens to land, 
is going to be better than it was before. Like it has to, I mean, because we just, we know better now and we're, he's looking at different things and very clear on what matters most. And that's a very different lens than he was looking eight years ago. And so people have said like, the right thing's going to come along and it's going to be better than ever. And we're like, yeah, we know because like, it's very clear to us what he's willing to step into and what he's not willing to step into. So that like, that's kind of exciting. And that might be a longer road to get there. And that's okay. And so it'll be really interesting to see. It's funny, like the things that were popping up that seemed like really ideal options like a month or two ago that didn't come through. Now we're like, oh, but like there's actually been other better things since then that also didn't come through, by the way. But we've actually now had the opportunity for him to look at a variety of things and see oh, like there's a lot of really cool things that could happen. And at first we only saw like it has to be this or that because of where he had done before and like the kind of work he had done. And now we're like seeing, oh, actually it could be this or that or this thing over here or that thing over there. And that has expanded tremendously. So that piece has been really cool. Like we only keep seeing more possibility and potential, even though we don't see more specificity on like the how, the when, the where. (laughs) So that's kind of where we're at right now, like just being in the middle of this process. I think that, where I saw this really beneficial for me in a different way and that I couldn't see until after I was in it or after I was out the other side, I guess, a f- number of years ago. I have in many times and seasons of my business wanted to be the person that did it all or wanted to be the person or thought that I needed to be the person that was in charge of certain things or managed certain things and managed every element of certain things. And when I had my gym, this was a really big deal to me. I remember thinking, like I was teaching a ton of group exercise classes. I was up at 6 a.m. every single, well, I was up at like 4.30 a.m. every single day so that I could be teaching or training every day at 6 a.m. I was working in the evenings. Like it was off, the hours were awful. I was, I was up early, I was working late. It was not sustainable. It definitely was not sustainable with having a family. And I remember thinking like, if I'm gonna keep doing this and I wanna keep growing it, I have to hire someone else to teach. And that means I have to trust someone else to take good care of my people. And that felt so overwhelming. And I just kept thinking like the short road here is I just keep doing all the things and then I don't have to pay anyone. So like more money in my pocket, right? And I also don't have to trust anyone to take good care of my people, which that was like the really scary part for me. But it got to a point where I realized I wasn't going to be able to keep doing it if I didn't hire someone because I couldn't take on any more classes. Like there's only so many days a week like I was teaching every day, Monday through Friday at 6am, like I can't teach more 6am classes. And so I finally decided I would hire someone for two mornings a week and just kind of test it. And what was really, really amazing about that experience was that the person that I hired was very different than me, way more peppy than me at 6am. And my clients at the time would laugh. This trainer, her name was Jill. She was amazing. Jill would show up and Jill had like a high ponytail. And the whole time she would teach boot camp, the ponytail would just like swing around her head in a perfect circle the whole time. Like just the most perfect pep in her step all the time. That was not me at 6 a.m. Like I was like messy bun falling out of my hair, like falling out all the time. <laughs> and we had really different styles, but people eat, like loved us both for different reasons. And not a single person ever complained. Like they were like, Jill's amazing. She's fun. She's energetic. We love her workouts. And they, they would say like, she's creative like you, or she's fun like you, or she has great music like you. And also then she has these other things. So it was like this really great overlap where we complimented each other really well. And I learned that, oh, like other people can take good care of your people. And that was a huge turning point for me that then led me to being able to hire more people. And at a certain point, recognizing that the more like 
left and right turns I took to bring more people into the business, the better it got, which was really, really exciting. And I went through that same thing when I started the Shameless Mom Academy. And I thought, I just need to do it all because I don't have budget for anything initially. And then at a certain point, I started to have to kind of outsource things a little bit. And I was able to start outsourcing things based on people's talents and strengths. And so I would have like someone over here who's really good at these things doing that. And then I had someone else on the other side, like doing some other things relative to their strengths. And what I found is that sometimes, and I still find this, that sometimes it is faster to do all the things myself. It's a more direct route. I also find that in doing that, sometimes I don't have the opportunity for someone else to shine in their gifts. Sometimes I don't have the opportunity for more creative options. Sometimes I don't have the opportunity to see things from a different perspective. And sometimes it's really worth it for something to take twice as long, but for it to have input from more perspectives than just my own. And that has been really, really, really valuable to me in my career in many, many ways now. And so I've given up a lot of need for speed of implementation in order to bring in other talents, gifts, and perspectives. And it's changed so, so much in terms of what I've offered in the Shameless Mom Academy and also what I've been able to scale within the Shameless Mom Academy. And so I've learned that that longer road from point A to point B, because there's more cooks in the kitchen and more voices and and opinions to hear, has actually been like the thing that built the better foundation and the thing that has allowed things to expand in certain ways and grow in certain ways and in certain directions, or that has allowed me to shine in certain gifts while other people shine in other gifts. So that like I can be up here creating content while other people are doing some of the things behind the scenes that I'm kind of a disaster with and that if I have to do them, I just won't do them. (laughs) And so like our Friday emails, for example, our Friday emails, newsletters that go out every week, if I had to do those every week, I wouldn't do them. Now, I do write them and I do like I create the content for them. But if I had to put them in our email system, the way that we send out when you send out like newsletters and stuff, if I had to do that, I literally wouldn't do it. It doesn't take a ton of time, but I literally would not do it. And so the only way for it to get done consistently is for someone else to do it, which means that like every week I'm having a meeting with someone to be like, okay, how are we doing this this week? What are we checking on? What are we talking about? And then we're transferring documents back and forth and all that. So it's not the fastest way, but it's the way that gets things done, right? And it's the way that allows me to be consistent. And you know what makes, what happens when I can be consistent in content creation and when I can be consistent in how I show up for you all? It allows me to build better relationships with you all. It allows me to have more impact in terms of my work spreading in the world. It allows me to stay connected to a lot of you. So those of you that respond to those emails, like those come right to me. So someone else schedules them for me, but they come right to me. It's a longer road, but to a greater benefit. So that, that's that been a huge lesson for me in terms of learning to accept the longer road and not just trying to hustle and get it all done as fast as I can on my schedule, and then being really tired and bitter because I did it as fast as I can on my schedule. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, 
IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. The third way that I see this coming up right now in my life is in races. (laughs) So I was thinking about this the other day. So I did a triathlon this last weekend. It was very hard. I did the same triathlon last year. Last year, I hadn't done a triathlon in like 18, 19 years or something. So it was like very exciting and had this like novel thing to it that like, you haven't done this in so long. It's going to be amazing. You're getting back out there. And I loved it. Like every minute of that race, I really, really loved. I felt really strong. It was just an amazing experience. The second I finished it, I was like, I for sure I'm doing this again next year. Like book me, sign me up right now. I will pay this minute. And this year it's been three days now. Well, by the time this goes live, it will be like a week and a half. And I'm still like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm doing that again. (laughs) So it was much harder this year. The run in particular was really hard for me. It was a hot day. I run really horribly in the heat. So I felt nauseous the whole time I was running. Also, I just didn't train for the run super well this year. I trained less running than I did last year. And I was laughing one day when I was training, I think it was like a week before the race and I went on this run. And I was thinking about how when I first started running half marathons, my mom was like, that's so ridiculous that you go and you pay to run this race where you like you start and you end at the same place, but you pay someone, you pay an organization or a company to like, just go run in a big circle and end up at the same place that you started, but having endured like a whole lot of pain. And that sounds like a ridiculous concept, right? Like if someone was trying to sell this in any way, like, how about you pay $100 and then you're going to go run for two hours and you're going to end up at the same place that you started, but you're going to be super tired, super sweaty, super thirsty, super hungry. You're going to be really sore the next day. <laughs> like, why would anyone sign up for that? And yet people sign up for this all the time. We sign up for this all the time. If you run a race, if you do a triathlon, like there's all sorts of things that we sign up for where you end up at the same place you started. But what are you signing up for? You're signing up for the journey. Like that's what you're actually paying for. You're paying that $100 for everything that happens between the start and getting back to the start, which we call the finish when you get back there, which is so wild to me. As I was thinking about this, 
and how weird it is in terms of a concept. And I was getting excited about my race, this triathlon before it was, as it was coming up, it was only a week away as I was thinking about this. And I was thinking, like, what am I paying for? Well, I'm paying for all these little moments along the race course that are big. Like there's little tiny moments that are actually really big. And I think this is where we get to see those gifts of like the long route being so worth it. And we look at it, when we look at it in terms of it being a race course, we can see how this is so analogous with life. And I think sometimes we miss all of this because we're so focused on getting from point A to point B that we miss all these little magical things in the middle and they pass us by, pass right by us and we don't get the chance to carry them with us to the next thing we do. So I know in races, there's been like me, you know, connecting with moms who are pushing joggers and like baby joggers or jogging strollers and saying like, oh my gosh, like you're pushing two kids in this race. Are you kidding me? And like having that connection, there's connection, having someone in a wheelchair pass me in a race where I'm running and me being like, you're incredible. Like, look at how someone was given a different hand than me and they decided to go do something with it instead of letting some sort of limitation hold them back. I have had many times where I've been in races and like there's someone off to the side who's either like fell and scraped their knee or they're on the side barfing or they're like doubled over in pain with a side ache. And to be able to have like moments of humanity where you stop and you ask, do you need anything? Or there's been times when I've been that person and to have someone stop and say like, do you need anything? Or can I give you my water? Can I give you an extra goo or gel shot, uh, shot block, which are like little snacks? Those are little moments of humanity, like where we get to show up for each other. It's this, it's this really great like human study of showing up for other people when you're on a race course or seeing who's going to show up for you. There's seen people who are walking for a while and then you see them start running again and you're like, oh my gosh, you totally got this. And this weekend when I was racing, that happened multiple times where I would see someone ahead of me and they're like walking for a minute. And then as I'm getting closer to them, I see them start running again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you totally got this. And they're like, oh, I don't know if I do. And I'm like, no, 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 I know that you do. Like have a great run. This happened to me halfway through the run. This woman snuck up on me and she just like, she easily could have passed me and she's just stopped. She slowed to my pace and she just stayed next to me. I was dying, like dying on the run at this point. I felt really nauseous. It was so stinking hot. I did not, I could not get my legs under me. Like when you get off the bike in the triathlon to get onto the run, it takes usually a little while for you to kind of get, feel your legs under you and feel like you can like get a consistent pace that feels good. And I just felt like I was trying to find my legs the whole time. Like I was just like, oh, they don't just feel like they're there. I feel like I'm like, they feel really heavy. My hips felt really tight. My back felt super tight. And it just never felt like I was just like able to run with ease. And so this woman comes up to me and she just stays next to me for a while. And she's like, we got it. We're getting there. We're totally going to do this. And she just like stayed there next to me. (laughs) And the whole time I was just like, oh my God, she's an angel. But then I was like, I don't want to tell her that. Like, will that weird her out? But then when she started to creep up, I was like, you go get it. Have a great race. And thank you so much. I was like, that really meant a lot. And that like, that really helped me to have you here for a minute. And she was like, yep, you got it. Keep going. And it was just this little moment of like having someone show up and be like, I'm here. I'm right with you. And that makes it worth it right there. It's being in that moment and being on the receiving end of it where you're like, okay, like that's the person I want to be. I want to be that person the next time I have the chance to be that person. There's opportunities to be givers. There's opportunities to receive when you're in those moments between point A and point B, between the start and the finish. And I think that it's really, really important that we recognize how we get to be there. Another really funny moment. So the run course was this out and back, which is also like torturous mentally for me. So the whole time I'm running out, I'm like, 
where is the turnaround? And I couldn't remember where it was from last year. So I just was dying because <laughs> I kept thinking like, as soon as we go around this turn, there's going to be the turnaround spot where we get to turn around and go back to the, the um, where like it's the halfway point. And it felt like forever to get there. But shortly before we got to the turnaround, there was these high school volunteers who were helping manage an intersection to make sure like traffic didn't get in the way of the runners. And it was like, three kids, two of them were on their phones. And then the third one, like the two volunteers on their phones, I think they were supposed to be inspiring us, but they weren't really because they were like high school sophomores who didn't want to cheer for a race. But their friend, it was three guys, their friend was all about it. And he was like talking to everyone, singing songs, making up cheers. So on my way out, I was like, you're amazing. And he was like, thank you so much. You just made my day, blah, blah, blah. So then when I was coming back in, he was kind of being quiet and he wasn't being as vocal as he was when I came through the first time. So I was like, hey, I was like, dude, you were like my favorite cheer section on the way out. And he's like, oh my God, I'm totally letting you down. I'm so sorry. And then he like started cheering again. I was like, okay, like you're now you're number one again. He's like, okay, I promise to keep it up. So you get to have these little moments with people where you're like, this is why I'm in it. This is why we're doing this. So I want you to think through when you are on that road, when you're in the way, in the middle between point A and point B, you may or may not know how long it's going to take for you to get from the start to the finish. Where can you take advantage of those spots that have the magic? Or where can you sit and be in something that can be meaningful? I want to invite you to start this with like your bedtime routine tonight with your kids. When you're putting your kids to bed, like we're all rushing from point A to point B, right? We're like, just get them in bed as fast as possible. But sometimes if you let your kid tell an tell you an extra story or something, or sometimes if you like rub their back for just one more minute, the funniest thing will come out. Or like they'll say the thing that you know they really needed to get off their chest, but they've been scared to say. All these little moments come out and you we're often so worried about being as efficient as possible and getting it done that we don't let we don't create space for those things. And I want to invite you to create space for those things. Because when you do that, then you're not bypassing potential opportunities to build relationships or build certain skills or have certain conversations. You're not missing opportunities to maybe learn something new. You're not missing opportunities to fail and fumble and learn from those moments. So think through where can you let yourself acknowledge and own that you're taking the long route and that maybe that's on purpose and maybe that's for the best and that that is part of who you are and that's part of why you appreciate moving between point A and point B, that you're not looking for that straight line because that straight line often bypasses so many opportunities for growth. And when you let yourself be on that meandering course, you get to take so much with you once the journey's over. You are a stronger person, a better person, a more educated person, maybe a more compassionate person, a person with new friends, a person with new connections, a person with new new skills. And that's what it's all about. It's not just about getting to the finish or getting to point B and being able to say like, I'm done and I can check the box. So I hope this was helpful. I'm gonna invite you all to take the long route with me because I think a lot of us are doing long, taking long routes right now and that can feel really hard and sometimes our patience can wane. So just know that I'm in this with you always as we take the long route together. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash 
Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.